Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey guys, welcome back. Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about how to tell if your mindset is shifting. So, you know, obviously a big part of this podcast is focused on mindset. And one important way to make sure you're growing in terms of mindset is to really focus on, you know, the signs that it's shifting. Uh, It's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to go from, you know, someone who sits on the couch all day, eating Cheez-Its and ice cream to, you know, an ultra marathon runner, whatever the case may be. I'm, I'm not going to say that being an ultra marathon runner is the best thing for everyone. But the, the point being, you're not going to go from one to the other overnight. That does require a shift in mindset and that shift takes time. So there are a few things to look for uh, in terms of telling if your mindset is shifting. And one of the first ones is you're learning from some of your failures. I mean, w- one thing for me, uh, I used to play with intermittent fasting a lot. And one of the reasons I stopped is because I realized I was not necessarily benefiting from it. Like, yeah, I was benefiting from not eating right when I woke up and, you know, doing those 16 hour fasts, I'm sure were good for me. But it's not like I would eat a normal amount of calories after that. It would I would use that as justification for eating more food for you know, having that extra snack because oh, I didn't eat all day and I'm not going to eat for another, you know, 16 hours. So it's fine. Whatever. It's not a big deal. But that in the long term, that's not great for me. So what I've realized is, you know, putting a little bit of space between uh, going to sleep and waking up in terms of when I eat is good for me. But when I have a bigger breakfast, you know, lower in carbs, higher, higher and definitely in fats and proteins, uh, I, I tend to feel a little bit better, and that kind of sets me up for my day. Whereas before, I'd kick the can down the road and have have something late in the day, and as soon as I had that, unless you know I was too busy to eat, then I would just continue to graze and snack all day and use the fasting as an excuse. So I kind of started to learn that that even though you know there are tons of studies showing that oh fasting is the greatest thing in the world, uh, I realized for me that you know I could use it to an extent, but Spacing my food out too much, at least at this part of my life, is not the best thing for me. So learning that, it, it's it's hard to realize that because you're just seeing what the studies say. And that's kind of the whole point here is you have to learn to do what's best for you. And that instance, you know, eating a breakfast, not doing the 16, 8 hour fasting window, uh, even though that's best for some people, it wasn't best for me. So starting to learn that, starting to learn from your failures and what you can do there. Another thing I used to do bodybuilding. I used to do just all sorts of chicken and rice. And I've, I've talked about it before, but it's to the point where I can't eat leftover chicken anymore if I microwave it. It's just so gross to me. It just, I overdid it. And, you know, I thought that was the only way to be skinny, but I realized there are other ways to do it. I'm leaner now than I ever was then. And I don't touch, I hardly touch chicken and rice, I should say. Sometimes I'll make it for myself, but I don't do the meal prep chicken and rice that I used to. That still to this day grosses me out. So, just learning what's best for you, learning that 
you know, learning from your failures, learning from your struggles and finding ways to, to make it work for you. That's how, that's one way to tell that your mindset is shifting. Another, another key one is being able to visualize the path to success, being able to starting to, being able to see yourself as someone who's improving yourself, not seeing yourself as, you know, I'm not saying this is you, this is how I kind of talk to myself as being a fat ass, just, you know, sitting around being a lazy fat ass on the couch, snacking all day. Um, you know, obviously, if you're thinking that of yourself, it doesn't matter how much activity you do. Really, you're going to kind of fall back to those patterns of doing that. So it really does take seeing yourself as like, hey, you know, I'm into fitness. I can do this. I can see myself being healthy and active and, you know, visualizing what you're, you you want to look like. That doesn't necessarily mean I want to visual myself, visualize myself at 3% body fat with a shredded six pack. And, you know, as big as a bodybuilder, some people want that. And if you want that, then, you know, make sure you're visualizing what you want, but understanding what the end goal is. Are you more limber? Are you healthier? You know, what, what are you trying to do? And learning that understanding, starting to see that path to success is one of the big keys as well for your mindset shifting, because you're not seeing yourself as that old person. You're starting to see yourself as a new person. And if you see yourself as that new person, you're more likely to do the things that that new person would do. If I'm that type of person who's healthy and happy and fit, does that person sit on the couch all day eating Cheez-Its? And do they, you know, avoid the sun like it's a bad thing? Or, you know, are, do you imagine that person is, you know, outside with friends and family getting, you know, healthy activity in and eating good food and enjoying time with their, you know, friends and family? Again, it's what you want, but that's what I tend to visualize as someone who's healthy, someone who can be active with my kids in the future, which for me, that's still probably at least a decade or so away, you know, knock on, knock on wood here. Um, <laughs> don't want that at any time at this point, but the point is I'm visualizing what I want. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing stupid things right now that could hurt me down the road. I'm, I'm really trying to, to better myself, make myself as stable as possible and, you know, build for the rest of my life. Um, that's just me, but that's kind of the path I'm leading down and being able to visualize that is one of the keys that's helped my mindset shift for the better. And then the last one I'll talk about today, which this one's really cool uh, because this is something that, you know, a lot of, a lot of people work, start working out because they want to look a certain way and, you know, that's great. That is one of the benefits of it, but you can also notice examples outside of the gym. I mean, one common one, which, you know, is not suitable for work, I guess, at this point, but definitely get better blood flow, which, you know, that's that's in all regions. So take that way you may, men and women. Uh, it, it's good for that. So, you know, that that is a benefit that not a lot of people talk about, but people do see if they start lifting weights and getting more active. There's just more nitric oxide built up through the blood. And, uh, you know, that does increase the pump in more than, you know, the bicep way. So th there's that. There's just being able to move better. Like I always give the example of, you know, playing with kids. It's one thing like if you're, you know, in your 60s and you don't have a lot of mobility and then you, you get a whole new range of motion. Imagine if you're not able to get up off the floor, but being able to do that. That's a whole big thing. I mean... It, as you get to a certain age, one of the biggest things and, you know, those life alert commercials come to my head immediately is help. I've fallen and I can't get up. You know, obviously, if, you, you know, your tibia or fibia has been shattered, that's a different thing. But, you know, if you just slip and fall and just bruise yourself, but you don't have the mobility and the strength to get up, that's, you know, that's a whole loss of independence right there. 
So just being able to do that stuff, being able to maintain that range of motion, it's, you know, it's huge. So those are a few of the things I just wanted to talk about in terms of how to tell that your mindset is shifting. Now, obviously, just because your mindset is shifting doesn't mean it's perfect yet. Like I said, I'm the same way. Uh, my mindset has definitely shifted from where it was. I'm not, you know, that couch potato I used to be, but it still does happen. And it just requires constant learning. Like I was saying earlier, learning from your failures is the, one of the biggest keys. And that's why I talked about it so much in this, to learning from your mindset failures. I mean, a failure is not a failure if you learn from it, then it's just a lesson. So remember that when you're, you know, going through the struggles of the day and having a hard time saying that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be the person I want to be. I and, mean, you know, you definitely want to look at your future self, but also compare yourself to your past self as well. Because, I mean, if you're not doing all the things you used to do that were negative, even that alone is a win. And with time, you'll continue to grow and improve. And eventually those negative habits become less and less and you start to see your future self more and more in your daily life. So that's all I have for you guys today. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, I'm John McNeil.